0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 12 of my podcast, Let Me Take You on a Psychology Adventure. And today we have a very special invite, Evelyn, my best friend. And in this podcast, we're talking about some presence practices, how to overcome social anxiety and a bit of spirituality as well. So I invited my best friend, Evelyn, to join us. Hello, Evelyn.
1: Hi, Francesca. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Of course, I'm so excited to have you. Evelyn is a photography student. She has some really cool pictures, so go check out her Instagram page. And she's one of the most spontaneous, authentic, and present people I know. She, I feel like she actually practices and embodies what other people call spiritual and spirituality. So I thought she would be the best person to come and tell us tips and tricks about how to be more present. I know that I need this for sure. And to overcome social anxiety and talk about presence and give us some tricks. So thank you, Evelyn again for coming and joining us.
1: No worries. I'm very excited.
0: Awesome. So, my first question for you is, how has spirituality impacted your overall well-being?
1: So, spirituality has been an important aspect for my life um, for about five or six years now, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, it's a long story, but in short, um, my brother's ex introduced me to it. Um, Mm -hmm. And then, you know, I just kind of started talking to him about it. And then I started doing my own research. Um, I was raised Christian, like most Romanians. Mm -hmm. Um, But I never really felt connected with this entity that everyone kept talking about and praying to and hanging pictures of. Um, Mm -hmm. But then after discovering this sort of non-religious spiritual path, I really started to understand what they were all talking about like this higher power Mm -hmm. um and then yeah i just see myself become more aware you know more loving and understanding um of the people around me as the years pass um a really important thing that um i've also recognized is i feel less triggered by my Mm -hmm. family which is you know i think something that we all struggle with yes Um, for sure Definitely. Um, I think it was a meme that I saw at some point, but it was like, oh, you think you're sp- spiritual and aware. Uh, spend a week with your family. And <laughs> yes, <laughs> I think...
0: Added this is the best way to see if you've actually evolved, not only spiritually, but if you have become emotionally mature and you've solved your traumas, your triggers, if you spend a week with your family and don't get triggered, you know, you're healed. Otherwise, yeah. don't tell me, don't tell me you've healed or you don't need therapy or anything like that. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Mm. And I totally get, you know, the fact that you didn't really resonate with the religious, strict part of religion, you know, this old man with a stick that will beat you up in case you make mistakes.
1: <laughs> yeah, honestly. Mm,
0: absolutely. So what are some little things that you do out and about that bring you back to presence, to mm. the present?
1: So, you know, I love doing yoga and other sort of long, practices at home um, but many people including myself sometimes struggle with social anxiety or you know you're at a party and then a second you're having the time of your life uh, dancing and then the other second you're just mm. hit with this like existential crisis and question <laughs> all <laughs> your life um, mm. so you know sometimes you don't have the time to do a 30-minute yoga you know <laughs> when you're at the party just yes, sorry for one second sure. i'll just uh be right back <laughs> um so the most useful thing to do and i'm sure you know most of us are familiar with um and it's something that we do literally nonstop is breathing so breath work mm-hmm. um you know there are a lot of many techniques but i don't follow necessarily like, like a specific one myself um but honestly just you know Putting my hand on my abdomen and lengthening my inhale and exhale, you know, Mm. exactly, has proven again and again to be um, just such a quick and easy anchor to presence. You can do it anytime, anywhere, um, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's it's really so effective um, because when you think about it, when you're anxious, how's your breathing? It's short and it's fast. And obviously that creates emotion in your body. Um, mm-hmm. but then, Absolutely. when you consciously start to breathe then um, your emotions shift um, and then another little exercise that I like to do um, is like the five focus senses I can mm-hmm. call it um, where I isolate each of my senses and really focus on that experience for a few seconds um, okay. and then I usually just begin with my sight, right? Um, mm-hmm. And obviously, you know, we're always looking around, but are we really seeing? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So mm-hmm. I know you're, you're on the tube, like on the subway, and um, you're kind of so used to seeing so many people all the time, but I really like to look at them, um, like truly look at them, or, you mm-hmm. know, just like admiring the trees or the buildings or, like, a tiny flower on the pavement, you know?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and then I usually do um, hearing after. So that's, like, the second sense. Um, and it's, like, an analogy that I like to give people. Um, you know, Damon or, like, the other vampires from The Vampire Diaries. <laughs> um, yeah, so I remember good. that show. <laughs> oh, yeah. So good. Are you kidding mm-hmm. me? Um, <laughs> you know their superpower was kind of heightened hearing um -hmm. and you'll find yourself with this exercise i swear to god with the same superpower right so i usually like to close my eyes so i'm not you know distracted by what i'm seeing
0: Mm -hmm. um
1: and then i really start to listen and in a busy space, you know, like in a mall, you will hear somebody's clear conversation from meters away, Mm -hmm. or, you know, a child giggling, or Mm -hmm. like a faint bird tweeting in a tree. And yeah, I don't know, I think it's so great. Um, Yeah, I don't think we
0: realize how many things and sounds and things are around us, you know, so I've done this before, like I close my eyes and then I realize, oh, there's been a sound there for like 30 minutes. And I haven't even realized it's there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Just becoming more aware of life
1: itself and what's happening around you. Yeah, you know, especially in London, it's such a busy city. Mm-hmm. And I love that, but it can get overwhelming. Um, mm-hmm. And so this exercise specifically really helps me a lot with that um and then um I also do smell um so just you know again close my eyes and try to pick up any smells that are around me so I don't know the lovely smell of a flower or the the air after rain um sometimes you know other unpleasant smells um (laughs) again like a sweaty old man on the tube next to you old man on the tube yeah no definitely but uh (laughs) it's part (laughs) of the process charming (laughs) um and then i also do um so touch as uh the next Mm sense um and then that can either be just focusing on the ground beneath your feet or feeling how your clothes uh, feel on your body, you know, especially when you're wearing something comfortable. Mm-hmm. You're not too aware of it, right? Like you're wearing sweatpants around the house and you just don't think of that. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. And I think it's crazy just to really, really feel like, okay, this is like a soft cotton touching my elbow or just like very specifically mm-hmm. thinking about that. Um, and then uh, the last one, and it's kind of like the trickiest one, um, is taste right so when you're eating okay. of course um it's great to just like close your eyes and really um taste the food that you're eating um but even if you're not eating you know just kind of focus on your mouth like your tongue see how that feels um and even if you don't find any particular taste um just focusing on one individual part of your mm-hmm. body already helps so much um yeah. why do you say it's tricky though I mean, you know, when you're not eating, there are no actual tastes in your mouth. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, Especially if you haven't eaten in a long time and maybe you brush your teeth after and, you know, all the days are kind of gone. Mm -hmm. Um, But again, you know, just focus on that area or you can focus on uh, like your tummy, you know, your solar plexus area or Mm. like any specific part of your body and really, really become aware of it um mm-hmm. or you can try and focus on your heartbeat and it's trickier than i thought cuz i did it and i was like yeah of course i can feel it like you mm-hmm. know um, <laughs> but it's actually quite hard um but once you do it it makes you like really really aware and very uh grounded mm, i think
0: this is a really great practice because even though these are small things you know the taste of coffee in the morning or hearing the sound or, you know, looking at the sun or whatever it is. It's what makes life beautiful and being present with it and enjoying that is what actually makes you happy.
1: Yeah. No, it's the, it's the little things. Definitely. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then also music, you know, music can be mm. very distracting and anxiety inducing sometimes. Um, that's what you listen to no exactly exactly and depends how you're already feeling right so if i'm feeling um really sad or really anxious i just prefer to not listen to music at all you know Mm. Mm -hmm. um because i feel like my thoughts are already so loud that even like a soft i don't know lo-fi beats is too much already Mm. you know it's like too much chaos in my brain um But um, yeah, it depends. I do like a little classical music, um, just like some beautiful piano Mm -hmm. um, or whatnot. I
0: remember Um, you told me the other day a technique that you use and I thought this is really interesting because I used it myself today and it actually helped me a lot. So, yes. So I don't know if you know what I'm talking about, but it's the technique where you actually name what you're doing. So, Mm -hmm. you know, you take on... a jacket, and you say it to yourself. Okay, so right now I'm taking on my, I'm putting on my
1: jacket. Can you
0: describe it a little bit? How you use it?
1: Yeah. So you pointed it out, um, or maybe it was somebody else. But um, you know, I was feeling really nervous uh, before a thing I had to do, and um, somebody was like, "Oh, you're you're naming everything that you're doing." And I was like, "Oh, am I?" You know, I just didn't realize mm-hmm. uh, sort of like a natural coping method that I came up with Mm -hmm. um and it's literally how you said you know so I'm I would say I am now walking on the street um I am checking my phone for the time to see um and then you know I am Mm -hmm. now paying for this coffee like anything you do just Mm -hmm. um you know even whispering like it doesn't have to be loud if you're in a public space and don't want to you know um, but it helps me so much. Um, not only, you just feel like you keep accomplishing things. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, yes, I pulled my card out and paid for this coffee. I'm amazing. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, it sounds kind of silly, but it, it really works.
0: Um, and I think when you're anxious or, you know, you have a lot going on in your mind and you're not really in the present, it brings you back to what you're doing right now. And as you said, like, you feel good because you've accomplished, like, even if it's a little thing, you feel good about yourself, right?
1: No, yeah, exactly. Um, Mm -hmm. And it never fails to bring you back to the present. Because, again, if you narrate everything that you're doing, Mm -hmm. there's, like, no space for thoughts from the future, right? So that would be anxiety or, or, um, you know, thoughts from the past. It's only what's happening right now which, Mm -hmm. you know, in the end is the only thing that matters. (laughs) That's really good. Um, So what are some
0: other habits that help you ground yourself? Um,
1: So as I mentioned before, I do like to do yoga. And when I'm at home, um, I like to follow, you know, YouTube tutorials. So I love Boho Beautiful. I've been following Mm -hmm. her for years now. I think you actually showed it to me. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) she's really great um but many times i just i do a sort of like self-guided intuitive um yoga practice right so mm-hmm. maybe after work you know my my legs really hurt and then i do something especially for that or um you know your body always knows what's best for it so you just you just gotta listen and mm. um yeah As so like hip opening poses um anything with my legs up in the air it's just (laughs) i don't know you know because you're always putting like so much pressure on your legs and your spine and stuff so anything you know like the candle pose um which i actually used to do as a kid my mom actually told me and i kept seeing pictures i'm Hmm. like oh my god that is a yoga pose that i used to do Mm -hmm. Um, yeah because again the body knows what's best um Mm. Yeah, and then also child's pose. I really like to do that in the morning. Oh, I love that so much. Oh, it's like so comforting.
0: Yeah, whenever I feel bad or anxious, I do that and it calms me down immediately. So mm. if you don't know what child's pose is, just look it up online. Child's pose. Child's
1: pose, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, And then, you know, doing all these uh routines and habits is important but to a point you know um in the past I wanted to do like all these things you know 30 things in a day and then if I wouldn't take all of them at the end of the day I would just feel kind of shit and Mm -hmm. forget the actual benefits that I've gathered from doing you know 10 of those 30 things um Mm -hmm. So I think, honestly, not doing something that might help you could actually be more beneficial. I know it sounds really um, paradoxical, but, you know, everybody's talking about productivity and how to be more productive. And, you know, like never sit mm-hmm. around and like, never just <laughs> chill and take a moment for yourself. Um
0: mm. I've heard so many people saying that, that even myself, you know, if I feel like I haven't done something or accomplished or I haven't been productive, I beat myself up. And I know a lot of people don't feel good about themselves if they're not constantly productive. But as you said before, you know, sometimes the most productive thing you can do is take a break, you know, do some yoga, just sit and do nothing, because this is the thing that will charge you up. And you know, your self-value, your self-worth doesn't depend on how productive you are or how many things you accomplish. It's an mm. innate thing. Oh, say that again. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: I'm going to highlight that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, we're in a world where everything is about doing, doing and accomplishing. We just forget that at the end of the day, we're just you know, we're human beings, not human doings. (laughs) Mm. I heard somebody say that and really resonated with me. I never thought about that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, and yeah, to me doing these little things already make me feel sort of accomplished and worthy. I'm like, yeah, I lit incense this morning. I'm great. And that's, you (laughs) know, it's like, I don't need to do these 30 things in a day. Um, to feel that I'm worth it or, you know, that I have, Mm -hmm. that I hold value. Um, Mm
0: -hmm. So it doesn't mean that you don't have to do the things that are productive or, you know, you can't do, you can't make money or do a business or, you know, be productive and active. It just means that your self-worth is not related to that productivity. And Mm -hmm. actually you will be, I think you'll be enjoying it much more when you don't put pressure on yourself and you don't identify yourself with the role that you have or the thing that you do, but you identify your self-worth, which is, you know, being, as you said, a human being, not a human doing. And then everything that you do is a plus. It's extra.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Now uh, see it as a game. Yeah, it's all a game. We're just you know, we're playing a little global monopoly. And, <laughs> you know, some of us are the bankers. Some of us are the artists. Um, but as you said, everything is just it's just extra. You know, I'm not saying don't do anything, like don't have any goals or dreams. Like, absolutely not. Go for it, you know. Um, I have many places I want to be in and travel and do. Um, but it's sort of... if that doesn't happen and something else happens it's still fine because at the core i'm i'm still me you know what Mm. i mean so yes maybe i don't you know live in that dream house that i've wanted and that's fine you know you're just sort of happy with everything and you trust that it happened for a reason and you know you just kind of trust the universe that um you're on the right path hmm
0: why do you think it's important that people implement these little habits that you
1: talked about earlier? Mm. Um, well, everyone will have, you know, different little habits that resonate with them. Um I think doing something to ground yourself is so, so important, you know, not only for yourself, but for the overall well-being of the planet, you know, um, mm-hmm. And somebody might ask, okay, how does you sitting in a lotus position help the planet? Um, mm. But, you know, I truly think that every time that you choose love over fear, or you choose to ground yourself, um, you're really raising the overall energetic level of the planet. Mm-hmm. Um, or, you know, to give you a more practical example, um, for example, you meditate, right? Yeah. And um you feel this inner peace that you carry around um right and then you're at the store and maybe you do a random act of kindness to somebody or um you just smile to a stranger and maybe to you that's not a lot but to them it's gonna make your day like if you think about it um mm. if a stranger compliments you or just really really looks at you and smiles at you you're like wow that made my day you know and then mm. they're gonna um you know, sort of, it's like a domino effect, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. And even if it's not, you know, maybe you meditate and you just sit at home, you know, like you don't interact with other people, but you reaching that, um, even one second, you know, of of mental quiet is, is already enough.
0: You know? mm. Now that you've talked about, you know, strangers and how being in a good state can make you do kinds of um, acts of kindness I re- today actually I was I was at the gym and I was looking in the mirror and I didn't really like the way the pants the yoga pants sit on me you know I was kind of ju- judging myself or them I don't know and then this girl came and she said I didn't know her I've never talked to her before in my life and she said you look gorgeous today mm-hmm. and that completely shifted my mood and you know my energy and for the next hour I was just happy I was just thinking about what she said so it's so I think she was in a really great mood I think she meditated before
1: (laughs) yeah yeah exactly yeah Mm. and maybe you giving that act of kindness you know because I love to compliment people all the time and Mm. you know we'd be I don't think about it that much it's like oh I love your dress and then I kind of go on with my day but to them it means so much Um, you know that this person that they don't know looked at them and really um like took their time to to say something nice you know
0: I don't think we make enough compliments to be honest I think <laughs> we need them and people don't really give them even to the people we would expect to receive compliments you know they don't really get it so it's really important to give them yeah so Despite your early exploration of spirituality, what are some things that still need to be worked on? Because we're always
1: evolving, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, the list is big. <laughs> um, but, yeah, we're always learning. You know, my, my grandma used to say, you never stop learning, you know, until the day you die. And it's so true. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I'm, if I'm thinking particularly about myself... Um, I think healing my relationship with my parents, um, mm-hmm. even more than I've done, I think that is going to be, you know, such a big stepping stone for myself. Um, I've already gotten into a, a good place, like definitely a better place where, um, compared to where I was a few years ago, right? Mm-hmm. Cause you know, you're a teen and you start going out and they were quite strict with that and they were, Yeah. I really, um, Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) I really just, I remember,
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah, Yeah, um, I was getting very triggered by anything they said and, you know, I really didn't want to spend time with them. And now I love going, you know, for lunch with my mom or going on a trip with my dad and just, you know, sitting down to breakfast Mm -hmm. and having a conversation. So Mm -hmm. yeah, that is (laughs) so important. Um, and then, yeah, another you know little goal of mine would be just getting less triggered by people um not necessarily family but just you know even strangers like on the street doing or saying things that i don't agree with Mm -hmm. um again i'm in quite a good point uh with that but i do find myself very very you know i just feel this like rage inside of me i want to say like all these Mm. nasty things um Mm. yeah so that's <laughs> that's definitely something to be worked on um and then yeah just believing in myself and my power more at the end of the day yeah for yeah. sure
0: like all of us
1: yeah it's easy and... to forget isn't it? Mm,
0: it is what are some resources you advise people to look into for living a more truthful present happier life
1: Mm. I mean, um, you know, the internet, it is 2020, mm-hmm. so <laughs> it is so full of resources. Um, but I do like to read a book, you know, like physically, um, I just, you know, I love the smell of a book. I love to turn the pages, um, mm. and I can really focus. Um, yeah. Sorry. What books do you recommend us? Um, you know, there's so many, but, um, One is called The Untethered Soul by Michael Singer. Mm -hmm. And what I really like about it is that it really, like, vividly paints a picture of how a life of, you know, ultimate peace would look like um, Mm. and uses a lot of, like, beautiful words and adjectives. Um, So I really like that. And then um, the universe has your back by Gabrielle Bernstein is another good one. I really like it that she's very concrete, you know? Um, She explains uh, stories from her life, you know? So she would be like, uh, I was at this party at that time, and then a girl said something to me, and I got triggered because of this trauma that I had. So she, you know, really goes in depth with... um, with that and then also just very practical exercises Mm -hmm. um and uh there's this girl um on youtube and on instagram so you know influencer um called hitomi mochizuku Mm -hmm. um i mispronounced her name but um she oh she's just so great i've been following her for a while now and um not only again she has like very practical um tips and tricks, you know, for living like a better life. But, um, I also just love to watch her vlogs and to see her interact with her friends and people in her life and just Mm. her being so present, like only watching that is so enough for me, you know, Mm. to, to learn. Yeah. Oh, great. Thank you. (laughs) Um,
0: how would you approach close-minded people that criticize
1: your practice? So talking about family, um, <laughs> it's almost guaranteed that somebody, um, especially, you know, the older generations, will critique you and will will question your values <laughs> and everything. Um, but I think the most important thing is just to stay grounded in yourself and not match that energy that they're um, putting towards you. Mm-hmm. Um And really understanding that usually, most of especially from a family member, right? So maybe your grandma would, you know, disagree with you doing yoga or, you know, using crystals or, you know, she just wouldn't understand. Um, Mm -hmm. But most of the time it's just, you know, they care for you and they want to teach you what they learned throughout their life. Um, um, Yeah. And then if... You know, some people are generally curious about your views. And, of course, you know, you can always hold, like, a calm debate. Um, And then it's really important for yourself to keep an open mind. Because, again, as I said, we're always learning. Mm. Um, But then you do get some people that, you know, are simply there to attack your views uh, for whatever reason. Um, Mm. And I think in that case, it's either you just talk about something else um or just you know either take a minute and say okay i'm feeling very triggered right now um and you know i'm feeling all these emotions right now let's just take a minute let's take a breather uh come back um or you know if it's the case just kind of leave the conversation and go talk to somebody else um Mm. you know it it sounds very blunt but um again you don't want to match that energy um and you want to you know stay grounded. Because again, if if they really critique you, they're not there to listen and to learn. And you can talk for half an hour about what you think. Um, But if they're not listening, you know, like, what's the point? Mm. So, yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, I I resonate with what you're saying. Mm -hmm. Um, And with the fact that, you know, especially family, as you said, they always have a positive intention for you. And even if they piss you off, you know, it's out of love. And, you know, I heard uh, one of my friends saying once that um, when he encounters someone, for instance, in traffic and they're really angry or someone pisses him off, he always thinks that. You know, that person is probably having a really, really bad day. Maybe his wife just left him or, you know, he's he's imagining this scenario in his mind thinking that he probably has a really bad day and this is why it's acting, he's acting like that. So this helped him have compassion for that person. And I thought Mm -hmm. it's a really good exercise to practice.
1: Uh, yeah, it's such a good one. Um, so I'm working in hospitality, right? And you will get mm-hmm. all types of customers, most of them really lovely, you know, really nice. But mm-hmm. you do get the odd one here and there where, um, of course, you know, you make them a drink and 10 minutes later, they'll say, oh, it's cold. Um, or, you know, whatever comment they're going to make. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, my I was talking to my colleagues about it and they're like, oh, you know oh, what about customer, like what, Uh, you know, calling them names and stuff like that. And I was like, Mm. you know, maybe in the moment it didn't feel right, but we literally don't know what's happening in their life. You know, as you said, maybe their wife left them today or their dog died or, you know, they found out some really bad news or they're just tired as we all are. Mm. And, you know, from those like two minutes that you interact with them, you'll never – actually understand what's going on and um same with you you know like i'm sure i was rude or you know i didn't um radiate the energy that i want to um and then again the people you know serving me they don't know what's happening in my life so i think Mm. that's really important to remember all the time Mm, that's such a good advice Mm. what is a quote
0: you want to end this episode on if you had to think of one
1: Ooh, um, I think there was this one that goes, um, you practice opening by not closing. Um, it was from okay. The Candy, Feathered Soul, um, the book that I mentioned before. It's a very simple one, but it really made me think um, when I read it. Because, you know, it's kind of, we're inherently kind and and loving so you don't have to learn to be kind right mm. like kindness is in your nature you have to unlearn how to be unkind um and you don't need to learn how to love you know if you're thinking as a kid you know you didn't nobody taught you okay now you're gonna love <laughs> you mm. know it just comes so naturally and then you know things happen to us and um you know, just things sort of blocking your energy and um, different beliefs that we started to believe throughout mm-hmm. our life, and then it, they're just blocking that energy. But once you know you lift those veils and you unlearn all these stories that um, you started to believe over time,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you'll just find yourself, you know, choosing love over fear and um, you know, it's, it's really such a beautiful feeling of knowing that it's already there. Like there's nothing to add to yourself. Like you're already enough and, you know, Mm. you just gotta, you just gotta open the gates. (laughs) Um, That's so nice.
0: Thank you so much, Evelyn, for coming on this podcast. I feel like it was a great episode full of insights and we had a really nice talk as always. You know, so I feel weird. like this is one of our usual talks. It's not very different from what oh, we yeah, actually... <laughs> yeah.
1: we just happen to be live. You know? Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> there are just yeah. other people listening to us. <laughs> so <laughs> thank you so much for coming. Guys, if you like this episode, um, go check out her Instagram as well. She has some really amazing photos there. As I said, she's a photographer. Um, and if you have suggestions or questions about suggestions for future episodes or questions about this episode, please feel free to DM me on Instagram and I'll reply. Thank you so much for listening and have an amazing day. Bye.
1: Thank you guys. Bye-bye.
0: Bye.